Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 359. I am the hipster douche waffle, <laughs> and I'm joined tonight with uh, Jared Schneiderman. Hey, guys. Alex Schlegel. Hello, Facebook extremist. And Nikki Pinecone. <laughs> What's going Pinecone. on, gentlemen? I love it. He's giving his crazy eyes. If you, to the listeners, you're missing out on his incredible crazy eyes right now. I do have really good crazy eyes for some reason. Maybe it's just being you, crazy. You impressed me in the beginning when we were talking before we started recording. Yeah, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's like, oh, uh, wow, it's stuck on my screen. My screen was stuck with just your face looking like that for like like three seconds. That was funny. He's was like, like, if I was rocking an erection, I'd not anymore. No, no, that didn't kill Straight, that straight killer. Yes, yes. So, welcome to the podcast, everybody. I want to know, Jared. Are you super yeah. spreading or not? The, the people want to know. No, I, uh, I thought I might have had COVID, but uh, it turns out I just had strep throat. Um, so, yeah, I'm good. And I, I don't think I spread it to anybody. I just stayed home. And Well, that's good. I'm glad. We're, we're glad you're here. You're healthy. You went to the, you went to the beach. That was your I weekend, get, right? I did go to the beach, but that was like five days in. I was not any longer... Um, which McCall, what's the word? Able to spread it. Contagious. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like fucking exhausted. Um yeah, it was fun. The beach was great. Um, tons of people out. Uh, you know, no you know, the mass stuff is not back yet. So that's good. Yet. Yeah, keyword yet. Um, Alex, I mean you were just you were just in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, dude. Um, how was it up there? It you was went pretty... to the games. Yeah, what'd you do? Yeah, it was my birthday weekend. Um uh, my boy Pedro lives Birthday out there. Boy. That's right. Yeah, man. Pedro. So yeah, my, my girl and I went out there and I've always wanted to go to a I've always wanted to check out their stadium because it is one of like the best stadiums in baseball. And it's just really gorgeous. I've always wanted to check out a game there and it just happened to be the the Phillies were in town. So checked out a game Friday night and uh got cheap tickets Saturday night, went to the game Saturday, both lost. Both lost a lot of money gambling. No, not really. Just made some <laughs> stupid, small, stupid small bets. But yeah, it's it's gorgeous out there. But everybody, you know, like a couple masks here and there. But overall, people are just living life. Now, it was kind of goofy in the stadium though. Like for one, which I don't know, kind of like you miss it. There's no beer guys at at baseball anymore, and there's no everything's cashless because they don't want dirty COVID money being passed around. And, you know, so there's no, yeah, it's weird. They had this whole setup and, you know, and it, I, the edible, I don't know when the edible kicked in. So it might've been that. And I'm kind of like, wait, what you gotta, <laughs> you gotta wait in this line. Right. And then here's the other complicating thing that happened before COVID in the before times, but they only limit you to like, to carry no more than two beers. So like you have, you have to basically wait in line. They have one person vending like basically someone from Aramark and like you drop, you, you go through like the beer line. There's a beer line. You grab what you want from the fridge, basically put it on a scale 
they weigh it and they, or whatever they do, they know what beer it is and what, how much it is. And then you just check out right there. And then there's a, there's a dude there checking people's IDs. So basically, and it it might be because it could be a multitude of factors. One, I don't know. Maybe they don't want people just getting ripped at baseball games anymore. Or two, <laughs> maybe it, maybe it's like, look, we can't we can't pay you fifteen bucks an hour to be slinging beers. You know, like here's a machine, and now there's two people instead of like a whole like bunch of beer guys running around with the stadium. You know. Wait, are you suggesting that this is about control and not about safety? Uh, it could have been about all things, you know, but it was just kind of annoying. Cause you're missing like the, uh, Friday night game. My girl got baller. T- like we were right behind home plate, like really awesome seats. And, but like basically like an inning and a half was wasted just waiting in this fucking beer line, you know? And it was so like, then the credit card machine went down for a minute, but it's just kind of like, this is kind of weird. You know, it's like you miss like cold beer here, you know, get your beer, you know, I got, I mean, what you're describing sounds like a way to not have to watch baseball at all. Just a constant waiting in line. I mean, if you only take right. two years at a time, like it was, I, I it drink was, it, but I drink the one by the time I'm through line and I need to start the other one to wait through line again. And <laughs> right. it's just a never ending cycle of me waiting in line with a beer in my hand. It was a lot of lines, a lot of lines, but yeah, the beer vending thing was kind of odd and not seeing like your, you know, or like guys going around like hot pretzels here, hot dogs, like though there's no vendors. You always got, you got to wait in all the lines, which is kind of, I don't know, kind of miss that That's aspect of going to the ballpark. Hey, wouldn't it have been funny if under oath had released an album called a lot of lines? <laughs> I mean, it's, that's kind of what it was, man. I don't, it. I don't get it. I know under oath, but I don't get that. Edge. Edge. They're, the Christian edge band. Oh, uh, the last time I saw no effects there. The last time I saw no effects there making jokes about, well, we offered the guys from Under Oath some lines of Coke, and and they did say no. <laughs> wow. What year was this? 2006, I think. Oh, that was with their new lead singer. Their old lead singer from like 2003. That, he fucking rocked. I forget his name. I think his name was Dallas. He was cool. I like Under Oath there. I never got a beat I like- there. Uh, Changing of Times was probably the only album I liked by them. It was like their first big it's album. It's not heavy enough for you, I know. Nope. Nope. I don't mind heavy. It's, it's, just, it's, it's either Good Charlotte or it's fucking Black Flag. There's nothing I was fucking. I was literally rocking out to Good Charlotte on the <laughs> literally last night. I was just I got home from work. I was like, fuck it. And I went on the deck and oh no, it came up. It came up as a suggestion. I was like, oh yeah, well, this is the anthem, and I'm gonna throw all my hands up. Yep, that's did exactly you, what I'm you, doing right now. Did you stand for that anthem? Wow. <laughs> well, no, you know what's more amazing than that is the fact that Simple Plan is still making music. Oh God, why? Like I'm going they, to see Simple Plan play. They're playing with Newfound Glory in Baltimore, so. Wow, if I don't see yeah. NFG, but yeah, I'm going to see. It's called Pop Punk's Not Dead tour. There's I'm just going. something about forty year old dudes. Dead. No, it's dead. Yeah. it's dead. It's, Dude, it's dead. No, like, no, I I hate to break it to you, man, but Pop Punk's like never going anywhere. <laughs> if you listen, to, you you don't listen to modern pop punk at all. I take it. I mean, I, you, I mean there's a few bands that I. There's a, there's a band called Goalkeeper that I wanted to see. They're new. They're actually mm-hmm. coming to D.C. on September 11th. And I was thinking about that's the same day as our crab feast here in, Bal- in Maryland. But I just but now that they have the mask mandate bullshit going on, yeah. I'm just decided like I'm like, there's no way I could go to that at all, which is funny because Muriel Bowser, she's the mayor of D.C. And she enacted this um, 
mask mandate for the whole city again. So my brother was at oh. Nationals. My brother was at Nationals Park on Saturday, and him and everyone had to wear a mask while they were like under a cover. But as soon as they got to their seats, they could take it off. It was just so weird. It was weird how they did it. It's really, st- I mean, it's all stupid anyway. But my point is, is that Miro Bauer- Bowser announced it for Saturday. Well, it was weird timing. I didn't put this together until I saw um, Terry Kibbe from Free the People. She made a post because they're in D.C. And she put it all together because Miro Bowser announced it a few days ago. She's like, well, starting Saturday. I was like, why are we starting Saturday? It's weird. Like, you, like that doesn't make sense. Usually start on a Monday or Sunday or something like that. She started on a Saturday because Friday night, Dave Chappelle was playing at the Anthem in D.C. for a surprise, you know, kind of show. Oh, and the wow. tickets. So I went to go get tickets for it. Of course, they were like $1,500 each. Well, Muriel Bowser, Muriel Bowser was at that was at that uh, show and conveniently oh, the next day. Wow. And then she officiated a wedding, indoor wedding while being maskless mm. what a the same day that her mask mandate came into effect like it's just wow. typical pol- it's typical political bullshit like i just i find it's so cringe man like it, i i it, it boils my blood but there's still people out there who will defend her that'll continue with this bullshit it's yep. there's another round masking up another round of this bullshit because you know it's going to come to baltimore you know you know the the mayor oh, yeah, baltimore's the, got baltimore a mayor is just like a fucking spineless piece of shit yeah he's a fucking automaton like he's just a robot yeah. just goes along whatever he's been following all the science this entire pandemic but yeah that's fucked dude because uh auto we got well i got tickets for that dave smith show down in dc yep. next weekend and now i'm like fuck i gotta wear a mask i might not even go like you know what I mean, or I don't know. It's a comedy club. I don't think they kill. Them. Well, who knows? I don't know. I don't. Fuck. I, just, you know. I don't know if I want to deal with this stupid. shit. I know. Why you I know. Guys live I, so I, close I guess to DC ticket. again. My parents decided I mean, to get each other knocked up <laughs> in, in the vicinity of DC. It's not That's that why. not that hard to move away from places. I'm telling you. I mean, it's if probably going to happen. Too. I mean, honestly, I don't spend that much time in DC. Have, I know. I mean, it's just being that close with just you. Like I'm, I'm, I'm within a couple hundred miles of a fucking city of lunatics. Dude, we're yeah. we're like, we're like <sighs> thirty miles away, and not the great kind of lunatics with guns. Right? No, 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 not the cool kind. Um, but yeah, no, no. So it's it's a lot harder to to move out and move away. Like my parents are still. My parents are still like, you know, really close to us. And like, we're all, we all kind of, my family kind of spread out for a while. And then we all kind of merge back together. Like, right as shit started happening, like 2015. So it's, I, I don't know. I have a lot of, I have a lot of things holding me here now. And then especially with like the whole, you know, yeah, I'm, what I'm started in 2015? I'm just saying that's when like all of my family, like, we kind of moved back in the air. My brother was in uh, West Virginia uh, University. My other brother was like, live kind of closer to you are in Baltimore. My parents were up in Gettysburg. I was yeah. in like Southwest Baltimore. It was, we were all like with like pretty spread out and we all decided, you know, we all just eventually we all just moved closer together and right. not, not was it, it wasn't intentional, just kind of like one happened and then after the other, like and we just started buying houses and moving in, settling down. Um, so that's just, that, that's why I'm kind of still here. And then now like I'm more involved in politics. Like I'm, I'm in, like I made a lot of fr- like I made a ton of friends to this podcast. Like honestly, like before 2017, I-, I would not have known any of you guys. 
really right uh, if it if it wasn't for punk rock libertarians so now i have now i got a whole lot of friends here like before i was like i didn't have any friends you know like the only friends i had would like they were like encouraging let's go get a compound we're gonna go get a compound it like in montana or something and so now it's just that eh, i'm, I'm oh, dedicated oh. to it are we talking about the compound in montana is that, is that oh. where we're at now can we talk about that oh I wanted, i've been talking about it for years i got family in montana no. Sadly, we're they're at. commies, but oh, no. they're you know, college professors that lived in China. Jesus, they should <laughs> they should have stayed in China. My, condol- my condolences. I, they're not changing Montana's politics much. I'll tell you them. <laughs> well, slow. I'm so I'm in a bunch of Montana. I've talked about this before. I'm in a bunch of Montana groups, and a lot, and they're just bitching about like, wow, these fucking Californians. They're coming over. They're bringing their shitty politics. Uh, it's another state that's like going to be purple soon in the next few years. Yeah, dude, it's like these, col- it. these California you, colonies that are just popping up. I mean, that was always the plan, though. Thinking that there's something else has always been the like every, everyone who's ever worried about Mexicans is is deluding themselves because it's always been California that was going to be the issue. It's always been the leftist. I don't even see leftists. They're not leftists. The idiots that are being manufactured in colleges now. That's what it's always been. The cathedral. Yeah. Is taken over. <laughs> no, man. It, no, but it's true. People are just there. Like it's so weird how they they want these policies enacted, and once they there, and they have it enacted, they want to up and leave. They're like, well, it's too expensive here. I need to leave. Why? Like you're. It's. it's <laughs> I think half of it's like they're just that dumb, and the other half they're like, it's what it's what Nick's saying. Like it's by design. There's a design there because I know a lot of people I've seen. I see like I know my cousins did that. They moved from they were in Maryland and they moved to Texas. I think or no, they were somewhere else, but they moved to Texas with one of their mission was to turn it turn it blue. Okay. And they're like encouraging other family members because they're all a bunch of leftists too. Thank you for the jumping off point there, Otto. Yeah. Um you, you, you said the keyword, which was by design. Yeah. And by design is the thing that I, I know that you've been following it. I don't know about Jared and Alex. The whole schism, I guess, that's going on within like the liberty sphere these days. You know, you've got people like Pete Quinones and Matt Rothbard and that uh, the the prostitute. What's his name? Vin Armani. Yeah, well, he has a new name now. I that's why I don't remember. It's wait, not Vin he's Armani. He's formerly known as. He's, what's that? He's a prostitute. Yeah, he's famous for being on like uh, a TV show called Gigolos, where he was—it was a reality show about oh, him being a prostitute. Right. Yeah, it was some show. That's like, really, I didn't know that about him. It was like on HBO. I just know he like talks about Bitcoin a little bit. Yeah, that's what he does now. But yeah, prior to that, he was—he was a whore. Good for him. Good, yeah, good for him. I've got nothing against that. But, um, but my point was, so these guys are all jumping ship. They're, they, they all of a sudden discovered Machiavelli. Uh, what does Daniel Burnham wrote it? Machiavellians. It's a, uh, I believe Michael Malice's favorite book. This is a very interesting book, and it's about political power. And so now they all fancy themselves as these political tacticians that think that there's no power in the Libertarian Party, and anyone who's doing that's wasting their time, and that the only way that they're going to ever change anything is to go and join your local Republican Party or try and change those organizations from the inside. Good luck with that. Wait, this is and Jonas is, is advocating. Oh, dude, it's 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 a huge thing. Everyone's wait. I thought he was an it. wait. I thought he was an agorist. 
Oh, that was last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you, okay. You, you can't keep you can't can't keep thinking that people are static, bro, man. People are. I mean, I'm changed. all for people changing their minds, but it also Everybody's, seems like whenever he, I don't know, I don't want to shit on Pete, but like <laughs> uh, now I'm questioning, like I'm questioning things here. I'm questioning whether there's not some, uh, I don't know. So here's trying, the thing: trying to get more Patreon supporters or something. No, so, so here is the thing that I'm going to say, and it needs to be said uh, because this guy gets listened to a whole, not near as much as he needs to. Tragedyandhope.com. The reason these morons think that they're suddenly fucking intellectuals and have some brilliant instinct about politics that's await the same thing that's always ever been done and if they think they're going to do it better than anyone else has done it i don't know like clearly ron paul couldn't pull it off nobody else is going to and yeah. even that like it, that 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 ability was cut off because of ron paul so it's no longer an avenue you could even entertain though right. so bishop is trying to do his thing in florida maybe he'll have some minimal success I don't think that the, the the success they think they have in Florida is really all that much success because a national mandate is going to come at any minute and not going to matter what the fuck their governor said. So good luck, guys. Enjoy that. But the reason I say tragedyandhope.com is because all of this is taken out of the context that there is a 200-year-old plan that all of these fucking people seem to ignore. <laughs> so you need to go and you need to read what the Rockefellers and the Carnegies and all these guys set in motion – Back at the fucking turn of the century, long before even the 1800s when the Gilded Age happened. If you don't know the history from then until now, nothing that you like, your little political games are fucking the window dressing to the machinations that are going on below it. And to think that you're going to change that will with any kind of Machiavellian power grab is fucking hilarious. Hmm. So I needed to get that off my chest. It's been pissing me off for months. Yeah, I was yeah. just on the French uh, Libertarian Friendship Simulator podcast on the, like earlier this like earlier this week, and they were. Go- I mean, d- of course, Davy Davy was Davy was so pissed off about it. He's been going off about all the agorists and shit, like Sal Sal the agorist and you know Pete Quinones. Like it mostly, it's mostly Sal. Sal's been like really trashing the Mises Caucus and saying like we're a bunch of statists and whatever but you, you need me to violence. trash sal too because he's just as fucking deluded as those other monarchists i know are. i know and i keep and so because uh yeah. uh james babb he was he wanted to have sal on and i'm like it's just gonna be fighting and shit dude i like so, sal i don't there's nothing against sal and respect he's got, yeah. a pretty good address but he's also his points are also just as stupid as those fucking wannabe machiavellians like the, yeah they they miss it. He's like, well, well, if you think you're ever going to do anything in the political realm, I mean, it's you know, you're not going to educate people. I'm like, well, how many libertarians were there fucking twenty years ago? I hate to break it to you, Ron Paul worked, and I hate yeah. to break it to you, Potosphere has worked. There's many fucking more of us than there ever was. Maybe they're not all as pure as Sal the Agris. So to sit there and fucking just make lofty, lofty statements that shit didn't fucking work is just stupid. Yeah, because it did. That's what, uh, and I even noticed it, it's exactly what happened. And I noticed it in 2008 after Ron Paul ran, a lot of people went like, I didn't know shit about libertarianism, or I didn't even know about the, the fed or any of this. And then they just went down the rabbit hole. It became ANCAPs. And there was like a couple people around say like 2011 when the grassroots here in the Baltimore area were like, Hey, like we're going to knock on doors. We're going to like whatever for the, for Ron Paul. And like, you know, and I was doing like my neighborhood and it's like, there was 
ANCAPs were like, no, man, I'm not, I'm not getting involved in politics. I'm an ANCAP now. And I'm like, who the fuck brought you to this whole philosophy? Wasn't it Ron Paul? So why would you not want to like, all right, I get it. You're not going to vote. You think it's violence or whatever the case may be. But wouldn't you want to like maybe go around and start planting more seeds? Well, you know? well, maybe. Like, I don't know if now is the time to go start planting more seeds. I think yeah. now is the time to pretend like hell that you won't fit in and don't end up on a boxcar. Yeah, that's the thing, too. We're the, with the COVIDs and pending lockdowns, number two, and a lot of that. It's like, I get it. I can see, like, what do they, they term it? Post-libertarianism now. Well, um, that's, those are the guys I was just shitting on. Yeah, that's yeah, like... What, the, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I still don't understand that. And I, I understand. I'm, I'm to be honest. Libertarianism do. doesn't work. It can't work. You're all living in Fantasy Island. If you want it, you're yeah. going to have to go and pull on the strings of power like everybody else does and find a way to do that. This just sounds it's, like yeah. all alt-right with extra layers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. I, 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 you know, extra not, steps, I mean. I, to me, it just steps, sounds yeah. like republicanism with extra steps. Well, that's well, that yeah, I guess that too. But it's like, Either well, way well that's, but that's what, but I remember just reading like at the beginning of this whole alt-right phenomenon, there were a bunch of like, you know, so-called libertarians that were like, I used to be a libertarian and then I realized that they're all a bunch of pansies and so they're not they're not willing to do what what needs to be done, which is, I guess, throw leftists out of helicopters. So now I'm an alt. Now I'm alt right, and you know, do what must be done. And it's like, well, okay, so now you're just sacrificing all of your, well, well, and that's like supposedly all of your either. principles that you probably never had. That's my and, point. Either you have principle, or you don't fucking have principle. Yeah. Either you believe this shit and believe it's a better way for people to be, or you don't. Yeah. To me, like the nap is my religion. Like, that's my thing. I believe in that. And yes, I realize the world isn't fucking buying into it. There's a lot of Christians still out there that are confounding all of the waters. But at the end of the fucking day, like, I think that there's hope for a better world. Hope for people to give up on the bullshit of fucking kings of the past. Are we there yet? No. But there's hope for it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if you take a page or or you look at history on the other side with you know the leftist so-called revolutions that have happened you know it usually ends up you know okay they have this idea of like communism and you know everyone shares and there's no hierarchy and there's no leaders but of course there's always some leader that comes along to you know so like well, it's already violating its own premise but, well, no, from but the outset so, so that's what i was trying to get across jared if you if you ever spend time on tragedyhope.com uh, no, I haven't really. I think I've visited it, but it's I run by it's run by Richard Grove, mm-hmm. who has fucking read more history than ten of the most well-read people you've ever met in your life, and he goes through actual original sources, like the shit that the Carnegies and the fucking uh, you know Rockefellers were writing about themselves and all their personal informations and stuff. It's all like stuff that if you knew to go find, you could find. And that was the point. It's like there are no Democrats and Republicans. None of that shit matters. That's all fucking window dressing to what's actually going on. The people with money, the people in power, the people that actually control society, not to fucking get all conspiratorial, but it's a fucking 200-year plan. (laughs) What's that? So Richard Grove, he kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of... He kind of, I don't know. There, I don't want to shit on him too hard, but like, there's just some of his stories are a little outlandish, a little out there for me. He's like, I had people. He's, I think he's the same person. He's like, he was. What does he come on Pete Quinones show a lot? Or Not a lot. Still? Occasionally, um, he, he came and told an episode. He came on one episode then, and he said like, I had men in black suits like pull up guns at me and tell me to stop supporting on things and like 
it just seemed really far-fetched i mean it's i've like never I heard that. that taste in my mouth well no i will i will say that a lot of what he does say is far-fetched but he'll also provide you all the documentation for everything where it came from like i can i can say that much his sources are fucking in check I mean, I hope so. Like, I, 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 I wish the shit he said wasn't true. <laughs> It'd be a lot more right. hopeful about the world. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should it, have Pete or Sal or some of these people on to kind of like give me a full. Because I, I just, I don't know. I listen to the podcast. Like, I listen to Pete's podcast, but I still, I feel like at times I don't understand if there's more than what I'm hearing when it comes to him just saying, like, we need to be willing to take power. Like, we need to be willing to get rid of leftists and destroy them and what uh, under political power. But I'm like, eh, like I see how you can be pissed and I see how you can make that argument and just be like, yeah, we, because it's, well, the it's analogy is, the analogy is like, if there's a gun in the middle of the room and there's you, and then there's your so-called enemy on the other side, whoever grabs it first is going to win the, the fight. Right. That's, that's the analogy that I often were sometimes here. But I don't know. I think that's too simplistic. And I think if you have to, like, I just don't think the state can really be used in self-defense. I mean, the state is just going to be violating rights and it is just aggression in its like purest form. So like getting control of it is not, I don't think in line with, you know, it's, well, it's definitely like not in line with the nap. It's def- and it's, it's, I don't know. It, it's better to just dissuade people from, relying on the state believing in the state all that kind of stuff depending on the state than to like try to like take control of the state well a lot of what it boils down to is so this is just how people are this is just how it is okay well the world's just how it is until it's not like yeah it used to be slavery was like the dominant form of labor in the world and you know now it's pretty pretty much all all but gone Clearly, humanity is capable of some modicum of growth. Maybe not as quickly as some people would want it, but it's clearly possible. And to sit there and just say, oh, well, we do this because this is just the way it is. We clearly, this is how humanity works. I'm like, yeah, well, humanity's fucking risen and fallen a bunch of times in the 20,000 years that we know of human history. And we'll probably do it a bunch more times. So to yeah. say, this is how humanity is, once again, ignores all the context of history. Like it's it's just people that they want to throw out platitudes to justify their own own selfish desires for power is what it seems like, or more more importantly, their desire to just not be overpowered. You know, they see the studded cod piece in the room and they don't want to be on the wrong end of it. <laughs> <laughs> the studded cod piece in the room. All right, that's, that's the, title the right name. There. That's the name right there. Thank you, Nick. This Bye. is why we have you. <laughs> No, man, but I, I, it's just, it's in, I get COVID has really changed some people. So I'm thinking to myself, I see the lines, I see where it goes to, and I'm not really a big fan. Like, I disagree with it uh, clearly, but I see the angst, I see the anger, I see like, hey, they've, they took over, we need to take over type of mentality. I don't agree with it, but I, I see where it goes to. And I'm worried about this. Yeah, stuff I mean, like it might that. be genuine. I'm yeah, sorry, I don't I think any of no, I don't, I'm just talking, man. <laughs> it's probably just I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to imply that like these guys are. I mean, I did say that earlier that maybe they're trying to get new patrons, but I mean, it could just be genuinely what they believe, you know. And I if that's so. the case, then fine. But I think they're wrong. <laughs> After a year, and then Legato said, I mean, what? What do we day five hundred five of fifteen days to flatten a curve? What, up to I don't know. 
Definitely. Definitely over 500. 500 did, you guys, did, did you guys have the deceased John Taylor Gatto on your show? What? Otto. No. That's me. Otto. No, he was, he is uh, me. John Taylor Otto. John Taylor. <laughs> but it was. Uh, <laughs> That'd be funny. I think it, it's accelerated people's just frustration, especially with the Libertarian Party. I mean, they're a fucking joke when it came to this whole lockdown and COVID. And if it weren't for the. <laughs> so. <laughs> came for the punk rocks, stayed for the studded copies. <laughs> <laughs> thank you stephanie uh, nice comments guys if you guys want to leave a comment well if it's funny enough we'll throw it up there or it's something yeah. intriguing so please leave some comments so we have something to talk about it, well we have plenty to talk about shit i feel like these days it's, just, it's it, everyone gets sick of hearing about covid lockdowns and stuff and you know because lots of like you know tom and ron paul like that's all they're talking about yeah but Hey, what else? I mean, like right is now, Tom's still like, talking, or is he in a coma? <laughs> What's going on with Tom right now? No, he's, no, he's, right. he's coming out. He's yeah, good. he's all right. That's he's good. All right. Yeah, he's he's getting over it, which is good. Um, I, I heard. <laughs> oh, good God! What? Yeah, what'd you? Uh, I'm just reading the comments over there. No, oh, yeah. the, the most recent ones about me. Uh oh! <laughs> why? Why is your nickname Three Dicks? <laughs> Nikki, Nikki, three dicks. I'm going to be honest. I'm not even sure at this point. <laughs> Nikki, uh, have, you ever, have you ever seen the movie? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, a Slammin' Salmon? Yes. No. It's a broken no. wizard movie, and it's, it's funny as hell, but there's a moment there where Michael Clark Duncan looks at he's, he's like, he's like, you know what $20,000 feels like? Feels like having two dicks. And the guy goes, how many dicks you got, champ? <laughs> That's a, uh, that's a good movie. It's, it's, it's very underrated. It's very underrated, but that's a good movie. No free plugs. No free plugs, but you should go see it. No, no free, free plugs. plugs. For, Even for, for like 30-year-old movies. Or for Broken Lizard. Right. I don't oh, do this shit for free. Actually, I do. I do all this for free. I mean, te- no, no, technically, you <laughs> pay to do this shit. If, this you, if you remember true. our last conversation. Yeah. You and me, what, you're the only your time or what? This. Mm-hmm. No, because we're the actual ones that put post money to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Technic- technically, <laughs> we, we, we pay to do this. Yes. We need more of you. Patreon.com slash punk. Well, people need to do like anyone who doesn't do this to like listen to the after hours is fucking up in their lives. The after hours is much better than the regular podcast. Like the, the, <laughs> shit, the shit that has been said. I assure you. Hours, like, I'm, you guys came out firing real hard on certain people from the, the pork fest episode that I listened to last week in the office. Oh, shit. Oh, you heard that? You, you guys were swinging real hard at some friends of mine. And, oh. Oof. You want to uh, talk about on the after hours? No, no, no. It was fine. I mean, it, it all makes it all it all lines up with expectations, but but still, I was like, "Oh man, that's rough." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm now I'm like now I'm curious. I'm like, I forget what I was talking about. Now, did we talk about Blue Origin and all that stuff on the last episode, or not the last one? I guess. Man, when did that happen? Was that last week? I don't know. What is that? The, the like the bees going to space. Bezos, Bezos. Oh, oh, no. Did we talk we about that about. yet? No, no. <laughs> Billionaires <laughs> in space. Right. Yeah. They could have, guys, they could have cured world hunger if they just didn't do that. Yeah, that's know? the one thing where I'm like, yeah, I get like, okay, you don't give a fuck about Bezos going to space. 
And, you know, we can get into how Amazon is like pseudo private and has all sorts of government contracts and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the stupidest take is like the, oh, this money could have went to X, Y, Z, you know? Look, any, anything that runs the possibility of getting stupid people off the planet, I'm all about. So like all those people that are terrified about global warming, uh, we can put them all in something and get them off of the planet. That's that's the ideal situation. <laughs> let them go. Let them go terraform someplace else. Yeah, we'll send them to Mars. When we and we can get into like regenerative agriculture on here and just really set this place up to to do well. Reg- Regeneron. <laughs> <laughs> I get into an argument last week. Like I was so so pissed. Uh, so and somebody I think somebody was yelling because Sal the Agorist posted a meme about. Uh, about lawns and why lawns are lawns are terrible. No one should oh, have them. I saw that, and uh, I, I hate I, I hated to do it, but I, I had to jump in and light this dude up on the history of lawns and why they're an insane person to not uh, not have the same view. I mean, do you guys know the history so wait, of he, lawns? So wait, he was arguing that lawns are bad. Is that is that what? No, that's what I would argue. You were arguing lawns are bad. Yes, and all of you should get rid of your lawn as quickly as you possibly can. I mean, my lawn is basically mostly weeds at this point. So yes, that's also bad. Okay, well, (laughs) what am I supposed to do? Just grow vegetables in every square foot? Yes. Well, that's what that's what agorists do, man. Grow some potatoes in your front yard. That's how we'll win. I mean, I would love to do that, but you know, go go look up permaculture. Yeah. Um. My 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 point was that lawns literally existed because it was a way for fucking monarchs to big dick everybody around them and say, "Hey, look, look how fucking wealthy I am. I can waste this land. I don't need to do shit with it. I'm gonna fucking take all of its productive capacity, take it down to zero, and just make it a big fucking empty field." Yeah, you like that, don't you? Look at my big fucking yard dick. <laughs> <laughs> so are you also I'm against gonna, like any flower any flowers that don't that aren't edible like oh no no flowers see that's the point you have to understand how the ecosystem works that's that's where all this stuff comes from so flowers flowers have a much bigger thing flowers are what keep your fucking bees and insects well, yeah, that's which helps propagate the shit that actually needs it that you can actually eat yeah and yeah, then yeah, people yeah, forget for sure. about the fact that animals are incredibly necessary to to growing anything like you don't you don't fertilize the earth without fucking animals so that's why regenerative agriculture is super important. But man, that conversation went off the rails so fucking quickly. I, I've never seen anyone fight so hard for lawns. <laughs> Who was, I, thought, I, was Dude, I fighting against hate, lawns. I hate lawns. I hate no, maintaining no, no. lawns. No, no, I would love was, to just uh, grow vegetables. Rolla McFlugel was fighting against lawns. Or he was fighting for lawns. Sal was against lawns. Yeah, I was going to say, Sal, yeah, Sal sounds like he's the person against lawn. I am yeah. very pro-lawn. <laughs> well, you're wrong, my- objectively. By the way, it's like, so when, here's a question for you. At the end of the year, do you go and put all your leaves in bags and let your let your government take them away? Fuck no. I let, I know. I just run them over at the lawnmower and mulch them up and just leave yeah. them. Okay, well, at least, you're, at, least you're, at least you're doing that right. Like, That's mainly yeah. because I'm lazy, but also yeah, to help the lot out. <laughs> anyone yeah. who fucking lets the government come and take their fucking leaves and bags, you're literally giving away the productive capacity of your lawn. You're saying, hey, let's ruin this property for another generation. You guys can have it. Dude, yeah, no, I don't do that. I like, I mean, I have three kids, man. I, I need them to run around. Like, they literally spent all day running in the backyard. 
because there was nothing obstructing them. They weren't running into potatoes. Yeah, they, could have, they, they could have been climbing trees. They could have they could been have, tilling the fields. Well, no, but that's a, <laughs> see, that's that's what that's another one of the this, that's another one of this dude's like rebuttals. Oh well, I, you don't know. It's too much time to do all this. It's not. It's if you're think if you're thinking of your garden as a field, then yeah, you're fucking up. You're doing it wrong. That's why we've that's why we've destroyed all of the landmass in the fucking U.S. That we can be destroyed because of your our conception of what agriculture is. That's not how fucking shit grows in the wild. It's not how it should be grown. You should you should have a bunch of fucking fruit berry bushes out there, and then underneath those, you should have some fucking green greens growing, like your fucking lettuces and shit like that. And then you got your nut trees that the kids can climb on and fucking swing on, and every time they swing on it, the nuts drop, and then you you got those to fucking eat throughout the year and shit. Yeah, it's. I understand no. people. <laughs> no, no, you do. I, I understand the indoctrination is is, is hard on you. And that's, I, that's okay. It's not about indoctrination. Like I get the benefits of everything you're saying. That'd be cool to have my own lettuce and berries. And my wife grows all this stuff on her deck. She has like a little potting. Alex, uh, were we talking like about shortages not 20 minutes ago? Oh, shortages? Yeah. Were we true. talking about shortages 20 minutes ago? And We were. And here we got people fighting for their ability to waste space. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm on board with you. Yeah, I mean, we still use a part portion of our yard to growing stuff. It's just, I mean, there's all sorts of land landscaping in my backyard that I would just like to completely rip out and just put in vegetable gardens. I just have to. That's the effort that is required for mine is like getting rid of the dumb shit to like. Yeah, get don't you have shit. like you have like stuff that you didn't even put in? It was like what is it? Yeah, like, it's just like ornamental grass and like. Well, I was like actually terracing. Gonna... The terracing is fine. I could. I don't know. I just got to tear out a bunch of shit. But I'll, gonna I'm going to do it next year. It's probably illegal for you to do most of the good shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. And it's illegal for it because we want My wife wants chickens and we're not allowed to in Baltimore County where we live. We are not allowed really? to have a chicken. Yeah, uh, you have goofy. to have uh, you have to uh, have over one acre in order to have one chicken. Yeah. What about the home? city? Because like I have a neighbor that has a chicken. I mean, it's yeah, probably illegal. No, nah, okay. the city's different, man. It's crazy. I remember there was a really back, oh, back yeah, before. Before I got banned on the book of faces, I, I was in this group. I think it was called like Baltimore County Backyard Chicken Group. Oh, yeah, the and Backyard some, Chicken Caucus. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, there's like in the city, I don't know. It's it, as long as the coop's not 50 feet from your back door. So if you, there's some big yards in, in the city. As long as it's chicken. not 50 feet or it is 50 feet. Or as long as it's more than 50 or something like that. Oh, so yeah. if, you, if you have a big city yard, like it's crazy. Like, cause I hear chickens in my neighborhood cause the lines like right over here. It's probably, but dude, honestly, I don't think if, if I did it, I wouldn't give a shit, but I, dude, I don't know, man, the fucking rats, dude, it would, it would attract a lot of rats. Cause I know people grow that quail. do it. Grow quail instead. They're quieter. You can keep yeah. them under keep them get them under hat easier wait rats isn't people ratting you out or like a literal oh rats? both <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of snitches in the, in the suburbs did jared all of a sudden get take us back to the 1940s and like we're in a fucking noir film that's a fucking dirty rat over there yeah you don't you don't say rat regular no we call them karens now that's that that changed um, covid brought true. new terms yeah see there's a bunch of rats in these what if it's a man though you know, can you, you know, can you hear? We'll go back all the way to the same noir film. God damn, dirty Karen out there. Same, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. neighbor that has that has a chicken coop. Yeah, you might have to, man. Chicken I thought wings. about doing it, but once again, yeah, it's a matter it's of like cool. investing the time. I want to do the aquaponics side of it. I'd rather get like fish. Yeah, that would be cool. 
do like the tilapia with the, the, um, the greens growing on top and all I that. wouldn't do tilapia up here because you can't do it in this temperature. They, no. they, can't, they don't survive year round. You need to get like. Well, you could do it inside. You could. Um, I've never heard. I haven't, haven't heard very, very good um, stories of that happening. Yeah, I, I mean, say, a friend who did it on a, on a small Ooh. scale. I mean, it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, 100 pounds of tilapia. But I think he had like a few and then he had like some spinach growing up top or something. Oh, damn. Dave Dave's in the comments here. Had had a half dozen chickens last year. Fox has got them all going to grow cannabis instead. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah, Dave. Hell Dude, yeah. Why? Why do we? My, my why does it say Brian? Huh? Wait a minute. What, hold on. Oh, I, un, I, unba- I accidentally banned him because there was someone else that I that was just saying the N word a bunch in, in the YouTube. Oh. So I banned that person. Um, oh. And then I accidentally uh, banned Brian, but he should be good now. So are these Sorry, comments Brian. coming from? Oh, okay. All right. Cool. I'm not re- uh, sorry. I, I, I'm such a boomer. I just found the comments. I was like, why are you guys reading all the comments? And I was like, oh, there's a button over here. that says comments. Wow. Okay. You've only been doing the podcast on this platform for like I, half a year at least. I'm a dumb Dude, boomer. I'm the youngest boomer ever. <laughs> I, I actually just started fucking around with uh, the last stream yard myself for the, the new podcast. It's, uh, it's, it's been a steep learning curve. Yeah. yeah, you said you recorded your second episode. We did today. Well, if you have any questions, let me know. I, I love this platform. At some point. It's does better it have, than anything else I've ever used. Does it have fades yet? Um. Yeah. I mean, as far as like production wise, there's not like that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm not aware of there being much in that way. But it seems odd that they would allow you to interject video clips. But yeah. like not fade them in and out. Mm. I mean, you could. I mean, you know, submit a support ticket. I'm sure they'll add. They'd add features if you got. They got enough people. Requesting. I, I, I was. I was looking a little bit online today. It, people have been bitching about it for like six years. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's in one of the first things on every message queue. Is like, you know, you guys really need to do this, and apparently they don't see like they need to do that. Mm. Well, yeah. It works for us, so it does. It does board. works well. Um, yeah. What else is going on, guys? Chicken wings are COVID. getting mad expensive. Chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. What is it? America's or Wingstop is now promoting chicken thighs. They they aren't like they're not they're not going hard with chicken wings. They're like, hey, we'll put some sauce on these thighs. Come eat them instead. Mm. Yeah, I saw it was that twenty. So today went went out to uh, went out to brunch out in Pittsburgh on the way back before we drove back and uh, my boy took me out to like his favorite bar. He used to work there and uh, really cool spot. And my girl ordered chicken wings and they had a sign. They had signs like due to the chicken shortages um, price and she didn't look down to see the prices. Like oh okay cool uh, new market prices thanks Biden. Dude, 23 bucks for a dozen wings, man. Like 23 bucks. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Jesus for, Christ. Yeah. And I don't know, man. To keep the shortages are coming. So yeah, grow maybe not growing a lawn and growing those potatoes is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Get that chicken coop. Get those chicken coops going. I mean, it's I mean, I would I would love to not have to mow my lawn. 
Like I fucking goats. hate that shit. Goats, goats will do that shit and get milk out of it. I, I don't know if I can have goats in my yard. That means I got to put up a fence around my entire yard. No, you would have to do that, and they'll still knock it down and jump over it. From what yeah. I understand. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't even have a fence because I'm like I'm on the Tapsco Valley, so like I'm on this big like hill that goes all the way through the back of my neighborhood, and it's like my neighbor's house is like above my like above my house, like elevated above my house, and then his neighbors are elevated above his, and so there's really no place for me to put a fence. Mm. It's just it's just weird. Like so, like my yard's kind of messed up, but it, it's it goes back pretty far. Um, and but most of it's all surrounded by trees and plants and stuff. So I mean, what's what we use now for it is for kids running and playing. Like there's a swing set back there. It's Didn't you just tell me it's at the top of a valley that the kids are gonna fall off into and die. No, because it's flat, and then there's like w- there's like it's like partially wooded. It's like wooded along the it's like right along Southwestern Boulevard, pretty much. If anyone knows anything about Southwestern, so they're gonna Boulevard. run into the street. <laughs> No, no, no. It, I'll send you a picture later. No, this is terrible audio. No one wants to hear this shit. What this, hear? No, what this is is me just trying to paint Phil as a uh, you know terrible father trying to get his kids killed. What? Well, maybe that guy. I don't know who this Phil is. You talk about maybe he is a bad dad. It's a good show to dead name anybody. What? <laughs> so, even uh, motherfucker. So speaking of speaking of uh dude in the comments said did you do you see what's happening to pork in california mr jaeger stark and uh i just pulled up an article article bacon may disappear in california as pig rules take effect what yeah let me see oh you thought i've been joking about this whole this yeah. whole no thing i'm just like about them wanting meat to go away and you yeah. eat fucking bugs oh yeah i knew dude. yeah so you what want- is the what is what's going on here uh, well, here I'll, I'll uh, post the article in the in the chat here, Jared. So if you want to throw it up on the screen, but it looks like California law takes effect January first could make pork harder to find and more expensive. Yeah, hmm. yeah, they're uh, dude, taking away bacon from diners. Good luck with that. Oh no, they'll do it. And, and, from, and from what I can tell, most people in America are big enough pussies to let them. Yeah, this is July 30, 34. Uh, yeah, it was just from July 31st. And it's ABC News, so you know it's true. You know it's a reliable source. Well, at the very least, you know that they're floating it out there as a way to oh, yeah. Test get water. people to think, oh, you know, maybe it's not oh, such a big yeah. deal. Dude, you ever notice there's so many Beyond Meat commercials for like Beyond, like what is that? I was like for eggs, and I see these commercials running all the time. And I don't have TV. This is just like on, uh, what is it, like Pluto TV? with the fire stick and they're always showing oh, these yeah. commercials for like all these different varieties of beyond meats and all that. So you're on to something, Nick McCone, get to know your local farmer. That's the important thing is if you long, if you know somebody who can grow the animals, you can always get to your Well, source. So this is, this is, um, like, you, California you know, will begin enforcing an animal welfare proposition approved overwhelmingly. That requires more space for breeding pigs, egg-laying chickens, and veal calves. So I would think, you know, that I mean, who knows what these actual? Um, well, it says here. Well, I don't know. Anyways, but whatever it is, I'm sure like your local farmer probably will, um, you know, fit the fit the fit the rules there. But yeah, I mean, obviously, like the uh, the factory farmers are going to get fucked by that, or at least. They're California customers. 
Yeah, but they probably they probably weren't the ones writing half this shit. You know what I mean? Like if, if I have to believe anything with corp- mega corporations and government, they love regulating it themselves. You know, or using government to regulate themselves. So it's, maybe they're doing something. I, I, you know, this, yeah, this I mean, there might the be reason. something going on in the back, the background there. This is just like half the reason why I stopped being vegan. It just became so fucking like all about legislation and laws and imposing yeah. this and just it was so fucking like it was like status of shit, man. Or not even status, yeah. it was fucking like socialist as shit. Like being vegan, like goddamn, dude, Marxists take over everything. I swear to Christ, like it's fucking annoying. I mean, everything, everything is so politicized, and it's us versus them, and like bullshit. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. And they got the and they got the them wrong. Bummed. Huh? Saying they got the them wrong. They don't know who the them is. That's the worst part about it, you know. Oh, for sure. Oh my God, yeah. It's just you smack them like right in the face, and they don't want to hear it. And I'm like, that's man, I, I don't know. I could talk about this for a while, but no one really cares. Is, but, is um, it like, is it like getting smacked in the face with a studded codpiece to bring it back? Literally, yeah, yeah. That's why you want to be the one wearing the studded codpiece. So, are, <laughs> so are those dudes reading Machiavellians the, on the on the right side here? I don't know. My advice is you find is you find your local Nick Bacone and get to know him. <laughs> Or just go to Cleveland and, and get them get the real deal yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, but no, fuck that, man. This is so crazy. Like the world's just a nightmare. I was talking so I was talking about this with Davey uh after the podcast we recorded. It was really good. I, I guess check it out. It was really fun. I was we were like really all of us were drunk and just bitter. On the it friends wait for liberty, or was this friendship simulator? No, this is a friendship simulator podcast. Oh, right. Right. And um, nice. man, so we were just we were just talking, but afterwards, because like the last question they gave us was like, "What gives you motivation in life?" And of course, you know, it's like my kids, you know, clearly. And I went into it pretty well, uh, pretty much in the, at the end of the episode. But like, I, I just still kept thinking about it, thinking about it, and just thinking about the life that they're gonna have to endure now because I choose to br- I chose to bring them into existence. This bullshit life of just constant lockdowns and mask mandates and like my youngest is she's like four years old, but she's asking me about like, do I have to wear a mask here, daddy? Like that's just, uh, just awful. It's fucking awful. And so, Otto, what you do is you got to teach your kids to be chameleons. Teach them how to stay under the radar. Oh, they, they know this. They, like, I, they know all of my all of my wisdom. Fact, in fact, what you do is you go and listen to Silent Running by Mike and the Mechanics and you treat it like the fucking Bible. I will have to write that down. It's a top 10 hit from the 80s. It told you to get guns and keep the ammunition ready for when the shit comes at you. and tells you to, to, to train your kids quietly about how the world really is so that someday they can start the revolution that you failed. I don't want that for them, man. Like, I don't want it. Like, I said, like, dude, back growing up in the 90s, like, everything was so much fucking easier. Like, no one had to worry about this bullshit. And it just, it sucks. Like, I just want better for my kids. That's all I want. You mean no one had to worry about this bullshit? Have you ever watched Captain Planet? Well, that was my entire life. We'd all laugh at Captain Planet. We would laugh at it. My entire life is existential threats. <laughs> yeah, but now they're just now the threats are being over with, and now it's just like being fully enforced. It's now kids are my kids are going to suffer because of this, and I did not. And like that's what this whole that's what this all about, I guess. Is 
you know, I, someone has to say, you know, say something. There has to be a dissenting voice out there, whether that's mine, yours, whatever. But we got it. Someone has to be saying this shit. So I know that I'm always the negative Nancy that shows up and shits all everything. Like, you go, you, dude's the fucking plan. The plan's going. It's, it's working. And everything. but the bottom line is, is that for everything that they give us, or that they like, every tool that they've created in the past two hundred years also gives us an edge and the bottom line is we're decentralized we move a lot quicker than they do and so it's possible to echo out your existence and i'm going to be honest like if i didn't if i didn't have the tv on and i wouldn't know any of this shit's going on i go to my job i come home hang out with my family and my life's pretty fucking dope like i do all the dope shit that i want to do love my fucking wife and my kid and i don't worry about it too much but i, I do think it, it, we were just like that's why I was talking about Davy afterwards because like, it just got me thinking about. It. I'm like, fuck, like they're gonna have to deal with all this shit. And so now it's just it, you get from time to time. It's like, dude, I was never like I was. I talked I talked about it on that podcast. Like the past, my wife went to South Carolina last weekend with you know I took it with her friend, and so I just took all my kids all the places that I would want to go before the lock before the lockdowns happen again before the mass mandates so I, we went to the baseball game we went to shit we went out to we went out to brunch we went to the movies we did like, like lots of cool things I was like that was the best four days of my life did you go to Crab Town did you go to Crab Town and Glen Burnie Crab no. Town USA <laughs> Yeah, Crabtown, USA. And, <laughs> and, 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 that place is awesome, man. I, I was, I'm so glad that they're still open. That COVID didn't shut that, like, kill their business. For those that don't know, it's a crab house, and then they have like, uh, they have an arcade. They have like about I've never heard 40s. of it, dude. They got like 40 some arcade never games. Heard of it? They got a pinball, dude. You've never been to Crabtown, dude. Crab what are you doing dude. with your life. Take your are kids you there. Take me there. Take me there dude. for my birthday. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah. let's, go. let's do it. PRL at Crabtown. <laughs> Yeah, I love Crabtown. Nick, come all the way down to Baltimore. I, I love that Otto in his head is going, I've definitely been to Crabtown, but not the one they're talking about. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, it's, so, so here, I got a big, a big, juicy fucking white pill for you here, though, Otto. What's the white pill? And the white pill is your parents used to be able to walk onto a plane with a cigarette in their mouth and nobody stopping them or saying shit to them. They just walk on, mm-hmm. say, what the fuck are papers? Get the fuck out of here and fucking do that. We've, we even as adults never had the option of any of that. Like we've been fucking patting down anytime we've ever wanted to go anywhere in the air. That's a, a pretty fucking huge cultural change. And because we grew up in it, we don't really fucking think twice about it for the most part. Like it's uh, it's shitty, but that's the way things are. And unfortunately your kids are going to adapt and they're going to be uh, that's shitty, but it's just the way things are. Is that a white pill or is that like a gray? Uh, that's pill? A, such a <laughs> yeah. fucking black pill. Like, what are you no, doing? That's a, like, that's a, no, that's God a white damn it, pill. Nick. That's not the a point. white pill. <laughs> I mean, no, it's black pill in the sense that they're just going to continue to restrict our liberties, okay, and we're just okay, going to accept it. The white pill is that it's not going to bother us that much. Well, no, yeah, no, the, the anal swab uh, drone. Yeah, we just get used to that. They'll just get used to it. Have you have you ever read Victor Frankel's the? <laughs> yeah, the will to meaning. Well, man, man search for meaning, whatever. It is. Man search for meaning, yeah. Um, and and what is the premise of that? It was written by a fucking Jew, written in a concentration camp, and he's like, you know what? Even here, people fucking get through life because it's life. Yeah. So yeah, no how bad it could be, people. As find long a way. as you have, yeah, as long as you have <laughs> goals and meaning in your life, then even if you've got it completely fabricated out of nothing, then you're yeah. you're gonna be you'll survive. 
Okay. It's really I don't have holes in meaning. <laughs> just keep Ancapistan huh? in your head. Yeah, just <laughs> just meditate on Ancapistan every night before bed. Uh, yeah, just, Jesus Christ. Thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> <sighs> it is a good book, though. Well, Definitely read it. Yeah. Mr. E. Go, go read a book. Go read another fucking book. How about that? Turn, go, turn off the podcast and go read a book. Go 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 read read shit written by Jews in concentration camps. It's always that's always Sounds the best literature. Fucking wonderful, like Anne Frank's yeah. diary. Let's just talk about that. You remember that? Is that one real? Is that even a real book? Oh oh, oh, oh shit! Uh oh uh oh, we're gonna get oh there censored. Yeah, wasn't it allegedly no six million by your parents or something? I'm not sure exactly what the the story was, but it is something I've definitely heard an accusation thrown to thrown at that particular book that like this book was written to sell very specifically. That's why there's some of the stuff that's in that book. It's in that book that why would why would a girl of this age really be writing about this Mm. in in the way that it's written about some of the sexuality based stuff, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I heard Um, heard about that. Well, if you Google my last name, Dassing. It's the name. It's the same last name of Anne Frank's uh, nanny, and there's like pictures of her all the time. I forget her name, first name, but her last name is the same as mine, which is weird. Her nanny. Yeah, like, there's pictures of her, and it says like something dashing, and I'm like, oh, was the nanny like helping her to hide? No, she was like helping her before everything went to shit. Like she was the nanny yeah. for them, for the family. Did she have like some shit to say? No, I don't know. I just see like you just search it up, put up in- images, and then all of a sudden the woman comes up. No, nah, so, that motherfucker showed it me every week. I used to piss in their gravy. I mean, Otto Dassing definitely sounds like a, he could have been a, a concentration camp guard. Uh, that was the name of my great grandfather. He's got a he's got a go from Germany. Him. Well, he wasn't from Germany. His father was from Germany, but they immigrated all before that shit. All right. Look, okay. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to say anything, but I mean, it's pretty hard to trust somebody without a beard. Without a beard? I have a beard. No, a beard. you have a goatee. Not the same, oh, yeah. bro. I shaved it. I shaved out the sides. Like it's kind of growing back because I just I forgot to do it today. I just <laughs> so it's just whatever. It's kind of growing back. It's so fucking lazy. I just need something to cover the double chin. I just need something to cover that. So goatee stays. Maybe when I lose weight eventually again. <laughs> my 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 favorite line in uh in fucking Venture Brothers back in the day is when number was it twenty one. The, what does he say to him? he's like a a beard is not a replacement for a jawline <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it is you know like I, I don't know dude I've been pulling it out for a while now dude I got some stories to talk about man I got some things like we can say but we're like running out of time now dude this is an hour and by so fucking fast and it kind of slowed fun. a little bit when Nick started depressing everybody again but uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was being like here's a white pill guys care. they're all going to be tortured for their whole life but they won't think of it as torture there's your white pill like, like well, yeah, okay. would, you, would you prefer the alternative you, 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 here's the thing dude like you could have everything going great in your life and if you think it's shit is that really worthwhile too but i'm, I'm teaching my yeah. kids that this isn't right uh, the see is the problem so i'm putting that burden onto them so i'm taking away any white pill that you have in that i'm taking it away from because like when we were getting searched at the you know like they were like wanding me they were like wanding like my kids like seeing if they had guns in their pocket and shit i'm like she's four years old she doesn't have a gun like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> you know well, like, i'm just like you guys and i told them like we're all, I, was, I was like you guys understand like this is nothing this is just 
this is a facade. Like this is not like this is not right. Like there's I was so what if say, I had a gun? Is it's literally not it's clearly not from it. Virginia or some parts of Baltimore. <laughs> My kids don't have guns. Okay, I'll say that they're not. I'm not sm- smuggling in a gun to. You're not from the. You're not from the hood, and you're not from rural Virginia. I got you. That's like that's all that means. All right. Well, I got. I, I got some stories with guns. <laughs> we got some stories for the after hours. Yeah, let's look hit, dude. Let's hit some more of this COVID bullshit because like. Man, I, I, there's some shit coming down the line. Like I don't know. I just need a vent. I need I need a vent. Let's, so let's do it. Well, let's take that over to the after hours. Um, so we're gonna record the after hours right after this. If you guys want to listen to it, please. It's it it is. We get a little bit more ramped up, a little bit more liquored up, and we're just gonna go at it hard and just fucking wreck shit. That's what we do in the after. Name, we wreck. We name names. Hang out with our wangs out. We name names. We That's name names. I'll name some no, names in the after hours. There's no beating around oh. the bush. There's the. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go over our Patreon. Right. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month, please. Uh, anything you can give us is great because <sighs> I don't know. We don't try. I don't know. I was going to say, I, it's think, like, I we think, try I, so hard. I'm like, I, we don't try. I don't know why they would sign up for a dollar a month when they could sign up for five or $10 a month. Boom. Because that's. Yeah, don't be a poor. Be. Yeah, don't be a poor. You prove the stereotype the... wrong. <laughs> yeah. You fucking yeah. grifters. Actually, no, I'm the one grifting. Never mind. I'm, I'm the one grifting here. But anyway, please go over to Patreon, sign up, you know, sign up for five, ten dollars. You get a free t-shirt if you sign up for ten dollars or more a month. Um, you know, which is so cool. You get a punk rock libertarian shirt. Um, you know, or you can go to PRLfans.com and find out other ways to donate to the show, like Bitcoin and such, and get our PayPal. Um, so yeah, uh, we're gonna record right after that. And um, speaking of t-shirts. We do have uh, t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you guys go over there, use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get a 10% discount. Use the code PRL2, you get a 20% discount if you spend $50 or more, which I should because they're constantly uploading new shirts left and right. I'm constantly getting emails from them saying like, oh, new shirt, new shirt, new shirt. But uh, go if you go buy a new shirt, throw on a punk rock libertarian shirt onto it, and that should get you close enough to use that that prl2 discount um nick why don't you tell people where they can find everything about you uh, you can go to nickbacone.com and find out all the stuff that i'm doing uh mostly right now me and my wife are doing our family and parenting podcast uh, misfit family for all the weird beat of a different drum kind of people that uh, don't necessarily want to fall in line but don't want to don't want to not make the best out of their lives well, that's cool I, I mean, seriously, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Everyone should go check out his entire, entire website, nickpacone.com. Uh, tonight, also, we're brought to you by Hidden in Plain Sight by Moral Bob. And until next time, everybody, live free or die. So do the cards and the machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can't put freedom in gunfight in a far